So there you have it. You've officially been in my brain hearing my personal pep talk for how I'm handling my business being shut down during the COVID-19 pandemic. Stay tuned for more weekly episodes coming your way where I take common mental roadblocks so many of us face and serve up my pep talk for how to handle it and come out stronger and better for it. Yesterday I made a big mistake. Like the kind of mistake that just ate at me the rest of the day and I really struggled to get back into a good space with it. So let me tell you what happened. In the last 12 months, my husband and I have invested about a quarter of a million dollars into a startup company to take our fitness training business and turn it into a course and a model to follow so that other trainers can elevate and get some of the rewards that we've worked really hard to get. We feel like we've cracked the code on a couple things that used to be absolute headaches for us in our life and in our business. And we just feel like we want to share that with others. And we also know we can, we can create a new business that serves an entire new demographic. So all of this has culminated. And in February of 2020, Unknown to us, COVID was coming. We launched um, an entire new marketing to trainers who didn't know us from Adam, completely pivoting from like local. What we're good at is like local community marketing. And we had to pivot into creating connection with trainers all over the world who don't know us and who are have low trust because they're being pitched to constantly by by shirtless fitness influencers with probably not a ton of credibility outside of their physique. And so that was the deal. Like we had to pitch this thing. And so everything culminates into these like, you know, we steer all this traffic into like getting in us, getting them to show up to this live training where we drop a ton of our story, our life experience, a ton of uh, just value add and perspectives that may be fresh for them and exciting and help them kind of figure out maybe what's the missing piece that's causing them a lot of headache in their life. And so everything hinges on this experience. And yes, yesterday we had an opportunity to get in front of this audience in the light of COVID-19 shutting all of us down. So we retooled, we spent an entire week, we added an entire module about exactly the process of how we migrated our business online. And we were so excited and energized to give that um, into this program. And I'm a nail biter. I don't know what you do when you get nervous or when you feel stressed or where you get just on edge wanting it to be so right, but I've always been told that I need to kick this nail biting habit and I have been unable to. I'm 33 years old and I still bite my nails. In fact, I was even told by a boss that years and years ago that I needed to paint my nails or do something because I just, it was just not professional for me to bite my nails. So as a young consultant, I would sit on my hands, literally trying to make sure that I wasn't biting my nails in public because it was embarrassing and it's a gross habit. I honestly don't know why I do it, but I do it. So there we are doing this live training and we are 
totally pumped and focused for this to be like our epic return. Like we are here to offer total guidance through COVID-19 to all these trainers. It is our time to shine. Michael and I are co-hosting it. I'm in front of the camera. He's in front of the camera. And then about five minutes and we're supposed to switch the camera off so people can focus on the slides and really dive into the content with us. And it's about 15 minutes into the 45 minute presentation. And we start getting these comments and I'm just nervous. I'm just sitting there biting my nails like moral support sort of but just a fireball of energy sitting there next to Michael's he's just reading his script because it's so hard to remember exactly what to say and to fit it under 50 minutes because the marketing group's like you cannot go over like people do not stay for longer than an hour and you need time for Q&A so you cannot go over so okay so we so we get the script and we're feeling ready for it and and Michael's just crushing it and all of a sudden we're getting comments going ew gross why is that girl biting her nails next to you like so disgusting or hey girl probably be a little bit more professional if you weren't biting your nails and I'm sitting there going oh my god they can see me they can see me crap and I'm so stressed out and I don't know the technology and I'm trying to get Michael like to read look at me but he's reading his notes and now all of a sudden I realize oh my gosh they can they're watching him read his notes now if you know much about marketing it's probably not a huge like you you know someone's not memorized an hour speech or can be that like perfect in terms of not adding ums and expletives and and having tangents like crazy But it occurs to me that maybe they don't know that. And then there's this comment that just got me. And it was like, hey, if you guys want to be credible at all, you should probably memorize your story if it's really your story and you shouldn't be reading your notes. And I just, I just sat there like I didn't know how to fix it. I tried to interrupt Michael at one point and said, hey, you know, real quick, can we just check to make sure everybody can see the slides? And Michael's looking at me like, stop, you're messing everything up. And I'm like sitting there going, it's already messed up. I'm just trying to fix it. And he's on mic, you know, he's going. And all of a sudden it's like, you know, everyone comments back, yeah, yeah, we can see the slides. And I'm realizing they can see the slides, but they can also see us. So they can literally watch him reading his notes. Uh, It was just mortifying. And I just felt so powerless. And I hate feeling powerless. And so we walked out of that room, told Michael what happened. And he gives me this look of just sheer disbelief that he hadn't clicked the button to turn off. And we're both perfectionists. Um, We're both incredibly hard on ourselves. We both um, ruminate on getting it right and getting it perfect. And we struggled all day to get over that. Um, A lot was riding on that. We're in COVID-19. We still have an entire team of, of talented people and their payroll to worry about. The government might bail us out with a PPP loan. But the rest is a loan, which means we're on the hook. It's our collateral on the line. And we needed, we needed this program to break even for us, just on ad spend. Uh, and it fell, sh- fell short. And we were just beating ourselves up about it all night. And normally I'm the first to kind of shake out of it. But I was just upset so upset that it was taking this long that we made that mistake that so much had gone into it and Michael tried to convince me like hey it's okay like instead of focusing on you know what went wrong focus on what went right 
And sometimes it just takes that voice, even of someone as trusted and close to you as a spouse, to just kind of challenge you to pick yourself back up. So I did, and I sat there, and I thought, okay, what has gone right? Well, yes, in the last two weeks, we've migrated our entire business model online, and we have never, ever thought about training remotely. So there was that. Okay, we have kept our entire team intact. Like, we haven't laid anybody off unless they wanted to be laid off. You know, we just there were so many different things like we save 90% of our memberships are paying us like unforeseen in this time you know we we've been enjoying our life like we're not outside of this one moment you guys we've never been that stressed out before and there's just been so we're still enjoying our kids we have beautiful healthy families none of our loved ones have gotten that intense side of COVID-19 that people are worried about we you know we are living with privilege like we can still come to work and still um you know get our jobs done we still have a support system in town there's so many good things and um And then I got to read a blog written by one of my coaches and I had just asked her, hey, I think it'd be valuable for the training community we're trying to build services around for them to hear from a trainer, not a business owner, you know, a a trainer who literally had to pivot her entire job from being in person to remote. And what was that experience like? And I said, and just be as honest as possible. Like, all I want you to do is focus on helping to speak to the person who's sitting on the sidelines as a trainer really scared about jumping into the virtual experience and how she handled that emotionally. And I read her blog and it was like the clouds parted and the sun just shone right into my heart and my life, which was, it is so, what we did was incredible and our team is amazing and we are so strong for it and I'm so thankful. And her words were like, just light and it reminded me of what I hope this podcast can be. And I, I hope as I, you know, continue to pursue excellence and my dreams in life, I will get knocked down because if I'm not getting act, knocked down, I won't be taking enough risks. And here we are taking a risk and getting knocked down. And I was so thrown by that because we played it safe for so long that it felt so weird to be in a place where you just felt humbled. Like I'm biting my nails in front of prospective clients because I'm so nervous because I want it to go so well. And it just bombed. And I got to get used to that. All of us have to get used to that. If we want to do something excellent with our lives, like we have to get... We have to be able to stomach the discomfort. We have to be able to realize that it's going to suck at times. We're going to have these stories of just embarrassment. Whatever embarrassment looks like for you, that was pretty embarrassing for me. I really care a lot about not biting my nails in front of people I'm trying to impress. Uh, You know, I don't like making mistakes. I hate technology failures. That was a bummer. But that is literally a small blip in the future that we're trying to build here and there will be bigger and worse failures probably even on this podcast and that's just how life goes but it was a good reminder to me of the power of pushing through something negative and going back and saying what is good here 
Don't ruminate on what's so bad because you just feel worse and worse and worse and worse. Find the things that are going right and shift your energy back onto what is and what's working and get back onto that joyful energy that just says, I'm here to conquer. It doesn't matter. I will rise. I am here for something so much bigger and the person that I'm becoming has to get knocked down to rise up stronger, period. The person I am wanting to be in five years, two years, in 12 months has to rise out of situations like this and it comes down to mindset and it comes down to anchoring into what is working and not getting so thrown by what's not. So I share that with you because that is a true glimpse into my battle yesterday with why I was so hung up with not being perfect. Well, guess what? The person I'm wanting to become and the person I'm choosing to be every day is somebody that takes risks and that's brave and that stands up and lives passionately. And I know that to do that with my whole heart is going to mean that I'm going to get a little bruised along the way and that's just how it goes. So I don't know what you're dealing with in your life, but if you've been really hard on yourself and you've been beating yourself up because of super small things that feel really massive in the moment but in two months won't even be something you think about, time to just let it go and get serious about what is working and gain some perspective because honestly life is too short to focus on our shortcomings and there you have it you've listened to another episode of Peyton's pep talks and i hope this inspires you and connected with you and if it did go ahead and share it or tag a friend that may want to hear something like this to help uplift them in their day If you'd like to subscribe, I encourage you to do so. You'll be alerted every time I drop a new pep talk into the world. And if you have a particular issue that you're wanting a pep talk for, I'd be more than happy to record one for you. Just go ahead and drop into my DMs in my Instagram at Peyton Hughes. Have an awesome day.